0: Verses 26 to 39, which you will find in uh, your pew Bibles, along with in your bulletin, and of course on the screen as well. If you'll please read along with me. Last, uh, excuse me, future glory. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. God's love in Christ Jesus. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who raised, who is the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Be to God.
1: I read this week about a pastor who had two sons who were about to graduate high school. He started a very special project on their behalf. He wrote a book, one to each of his sons. He filled the pages with descriptions of how much he loved them. He shared words of wisdom and guidance about the important issues of life. He wrote about character and failure, about money and about love. And at their graduation, he presented each of his sons with their books, leather-bound. You see, this pastor has been battling chronic leukemia for years. He could not guarantee he would be around to see his sons, through the storms of life. Now, if they ever needed a glimpse of their father's love or his wisdom or his encouragement, they could turn to the book he had written just for them. Some verses in the Bible have become so personal to me through the years that they're extra meaningful those verses intersect my life and through time these verses have convinced me that God wrote them just for me not for anybody else just for me Romans 8:28 is one of those verses for me. And we know that in all things God works together for good, for those who love Him, for those called according to His purpose. For me, this verse is such a beautiful reminder that everything important in life is God. God says we are chosen just the way David was chosen. There is no earthly reason for it. God just chose us. None of us can say, here are the things about me that impresses God. That's why God chose me. Poor old David had to settle for being chosen king. You and I have been chosen to be sons and daughters of Almighty God, heirs with Christ, the Lord of all lords. None of us can say that God conferred this high honor upon us because of our achievements in life. We can't say that. All we can say is like the him. Dave finally got in. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. That's what our salvation, our faith, everything important in life is. The grace of God. We are like a, a man named Tom Stonehill. Who was speeding through a small town one night looking for a public restroom? So, yes, he was speeding. Finally, he came across a funeral home, the first place he came across that was open. He used the facilities and then he paid his respects to the deceased. Now, seeing Tom, the the funeral director insisted that he sign the guest register. Uh, A few weeks later, Tom got a call from a lawyer in this small town because, as it turned out, Tom had visited the funeral home on the night that the town's richest citizen was being laid to rest. The rich man had no friends. He had no family. In his will, this man stipulated that whoever came to his funeral would inherit his fortune. Tom's was the only name in the guest book that night. So he received the full inheritance. You see, that's us. All we ever did right was accept Jesus Christ. To love Jesus Christ. To say, I want you in my life, Jesus Christ. And now everything God has is ours. Including this magnificent verse of Scripture. This marvelously blessed promise that I depend on so very much in my life. God's promise to work all things together for good. Are you worried about the future of our denomination? i got news for you. God's got this and promises to work good from it. Are you facing an illness? Hope, are you listening? Are you facing a surgery? Or sitting beside someone who is? God promises to work it for good. Worried about a job? Worried about finances? God has never broken a single promise and God promises to work it for the good. God's got this. God's got you. It's found in the Old Testament too. Joseph reunites with his brothers and he says, you intended this for harm. God used it for good. Is your heart blessed this morning with an overwhelming confidence in God? Trusting God to work all things together for good. Being assured that no matter what happens in your life, God's got this. And God will work it together for good. Well, maybe God wrote some of these verses for other people too. And I hope you hear them well. God's got this. And God's got you. Amen.